0: And it is the cost of entry of actually building a big brand in real estate today, of being relevant on social media. It is the cost of entry. If you're not doing it over the next five years, you will fade away into non-existence. All right, we're going to kick off uh, this panel. We're going to talk about uh, short-form video how to be super successful with short-form video for social media channels in 2023. For anybody in the room that doesn't know me, I'm Byron Lozine, team leader, one team, and this is Bobby Kowecki. Bobby is the uh, lead video producer for BAM Media, which is on its way to being the largest media company in the entire planet for real estate. Yeah. So Bobby gets to see, work on a lot. He works on a lot of one-team stuff, obviously. Um,
1: I've met some of you before. And Bobby's
0: <laughs> met all of you, basically, except for those <laughs> that he hasn't met. But, um, yeah, Bobby gets to do a whole bunch of different projects. Obviously, super talented, or he wouldn't be here. And uh, let's kick it off, Bobby. What do you, you want to say, opening statement here?
1: So, opening statement for all of this is the number one feedback point that we get when we do our agent viral clips or in general is I have a story right like a lot of the times it's either market stats or something that's extremely data driven or it's a story and that's kind of one we wanted to focus on today because the key feedback point when people come to us with maybe longer stories is how to take a 10 minute story and tell it in 30 seconds and I feel like that is the number one thing that people are struggling with when they come in to do the sessions with Cooper and Cassie and, and myself.
0: Yeah, and we'll, we'll dig into that in some effective ways. Just uh, setting the stage, I think across the country, agents are seeing how well short form video is converting um, because we get so much data with with BAM. I mean, this, this team is in such a unique position to learn from what's working across the country with BAM. Um, we get questions all the time. So much feedback of like, how are you guys doing those captions? What's the app? Um, how do I do short? It's it's the number one question that we're asked by agents over and over and over again. And so many are, what, what you know, whatever they're they're not doing it, figuring it out. Um, at the end of the day, I will say this, and we're going to talk about all the hacks for short-form video. There's actually nothing better in, and even still right now, some of my best converting videos recently are not Bobby and his camera. Nope. Uh, but, but going face to camera with a green screen article or just shooting a video off the cuff and uploading it as an Instagram Reel or a TikTok or a YouTube short or what have you. So just keep that in mind. I know we did viral clips today here in the office Um, and it's nice to have it done for you, Uh, but everything we're going to talk about here over the next half hour, 45 minutes, you can do on your own. You don't have to wait until we have a viral clip day. Yes, the editing is nice when it's all done and all that kind of stuff, but the algorithms respond really positively to doing it in app, whether it's TikTok Instagram, even YouTube Shorts cuz we're testing that on yeah, the bam YouTube, side. Yeah,
1: YouTube Shorts is really doing well right now.
0: So, doing it on your own is really powerful. And so let's get into what's working, what's not working on creating short-form clips.
1: Yeah. So, in terms of let's let's start from the what's not working first, right? A lot of the times one of the bigger things that we'll get is, oh, I just, I don't have the time, I don't know what to say, or if you're citing an article, so kind of to piggyback off of what Byron said is, yeah, the the cell phone video will convert higher. And if you aren't as confident in what you're saying, use the green screen feature. What we're seeing at BAM right now is that the green screen feature is being pushed very high in the algorithm, and is something that you as an agent, someone who's telling a story, can use almost as a crutch, and provide sort of credibility to the story you're saying. So I know a lot of the times, like Greg, for example, he's around here somewhere. Last time we did agent shoots, he cited a whole bunch of stats, here's what's happening in your neck of the woods type videos, where very easily you can replicate that on your own time. If you see a stat that's pertinent to potential clients in your market, take a screenshot, use the green screen feature, and right there you now have that sort of platform behind you to present to everybody watching.
0: Yeah, and and keep in mind the audience that, as an agent, that you're looking to attract, right? I see the the big mistake, what's not working for so many agents across the country right now. And in quarter one, you're going to kind of hear me over-deliver on this if you follow any of the BAM stuff, is agents who have done 17 deals in their career giving advice to (laughs) – Lee's laughing (laughs) – giving advice on (laughs) – on social media to other agents, thinking that that's gonna get them more business. It's such a massive mistake. You hear me over-indexing on advice to other agents because I own what is going to take over Inman News, BAM Media, because we have over a million followers on the broke agent accounts, and we're using that to leverage into what is becoming the largest media company in the space if that's your goals and ambitions, that's a whole nother thing, right? We can have that conversation about BAM. But if your goals and ambitions are to grow your business locally in the towns in which you serve, speak to that local market. It's so freaking important. My best videos of all time were during the pandemic, putting my car, my phone on the hood of my car and being out in front of local shops. There's so much content, people are, here's a massive mistake, the ones that are doing local content. They're going to one shop and doing an overview instead of doing 10 micro 30 second videos on that one shop. Here's what I mean by that. You've got a local um, shop in a downtown, could be a restaurant, could be coffee, could be clothing, could be whatever. Instead of just doing a B roll video that people have seen time and time again, I'm gonna feature one specific product, drink, sandwich in that shop and I'm gonna make a 30, 45 second video about the one product in, in this shop and where it's located and then come back because the next one I'm talking about, my favorite drink to pair with this sandwich, or whatever the case may be. All of these
1: can be filmed at the same time, by the way, and just pushed out as separate videos. So in the course of one lunch, you get three or four clips.
0: Absolutely, but going super deep on one specific thing, and guess what, you've now just done five to 10 videos for that one local shop, that one local business, and you've created a much stronger relationship with that business owner you get them to collab even better that's 5 to 10 collabs you now become a a micro celebrity within that one shop one video isn't going to get get it done right doing if something is worth doing if something works if something is powerful doing it over and over and over and over again and recognizing this is this is this is a mindset shift for a lot of people recognizing that only 10% of my Instagram audience is going to see the first video. Yep. And they're more likely to see, the other 90% is more likely to see the first video if you put out video number two on the same, and they consume video number two on that same restaurant. Now they're more likely, if they watch the whole thing, for the algorithm to push them video number one about that same restaurant. Your entire following is never seeing 100% of all the content you are put, put out only 10% of your following sees your content. So putting out more, more often, and if they consume the third video, they're more likely to see the first two. If you never put up the the second and third video, they're less likely to see any of your content. So continuing to post and going deeper, not just doing one on on a specific location.
1: I mean, yeah, the best way to quantify this uh, for agents is just think about it like calls. The more calls you make, the more people you talk to. The more videos you make, the more people see them, right? So doing one video and putting a lot of time and effort into it and, okay, I bought a new light and I bought a new camera, like, next to how do we do our caption, somebody asked me today, what kind of camera should I buy, is the second most asked question. I wanna start a podcast, and that's cool, that's great. But if you've ever been on YouTube and seen a video of a high converting ad, of the time, it's Mm -hmm. a dude or a lady in their house or walking on the street, or you've also seen the guy in his garage with his Ferrari or his bookcase telling you how to be the best you can be. He films that on his phone, right? It cuts through that veneer of professionalism that helps you then establish a rapport with people because you're not Ryan Serhan, you're not a million-dollar listing, you're Ariel from the neighborhood, right? Our kids go to school together, and you use your iPhone to create content that helps them become a more educated consumer that's what you should always try for in the content and in the stories you tell.
0: And we talked about in the meeting today where people are gonna transact every seven to 10 years. right? So they're gonna scroll right past us if we're doing all this realtor jargon, all this realtor talk that doesn't relate to their life. But what always relates to their life on a consistent basis no matter what they do over the seven to 10 years while they're not transacting, is the local community in which they live in. Our email newsletter, I don't know if Cassie's in the room. Yeah, she's right here. Somewhere. Cassie uh, put out an email newsletter last week. Where is Cassie? I can't see her. She's okay. not here. Working. She's working, all right. The nerve. Cassie put out an email newsletter last week, which over the last news, uh, eight newsletters was the best one, and it was uh, light shows. So. You know, Connecticut light shows, great caption, right? Great information for people who live here who want to know where are these light shows. They opened it at a higher rate, and it was our highest click-through rate of the quarter because it's relevant information whether you're buying, selling, or investing or just living your life, and our content should really reflect that as well so that when they do hear of somebody else moving into the town – it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm following this person, does all this great content locally, and, oh, by the way, they're an agent, right? It needs to be that, oh, by the way, they're the agent I would have you go talk to because I follow them for all these other things. That's where it gets really powerful. Let's talk about actually getting somebody's attention, though, yep. on these short-form videos. We've worked. Bobby and I have worked with... Um, what we call the Florida Clips team. They, they have a, a different name to their company. Uh, these guys do Grant Cardone's Clips. Hormozy. Alex Hormozy, if you know who that name is. Um, Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Uh, ba, 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 Ryan Pineda. A whole bunch of these huge, huge accounts. We were able to create a relationship um, with these guys and, and their team, and we were able to pick their brain A lot on what's working with these short form videos we worked with them throughout a whole bunch of this year uh, creating short form content and share some of the biggest things we learned to, to not only get somebody's attention but hold the attention throughout the entirety of the clip
1: yeah so the best there's two ways I want to kind of describe this right Everybody was in high school at some point, you know what the, how a story is supposed to progress. It Starts, it goes up, and it goes down, right? That's how usually in the past stories were told. What we're seeing now is imagine a heartbeat shape where immediately you're high, something then happens, you have to recover from it, and you do that several times throughout the course of the video, right? Coupling that with cautionary tales, especially you know you wanna know and educate people, that's like the number one thing, Byron's highest performing clips are, for example, we had one this week. I buy a house every two years, right? It's out of the box. It's something that are going to make people stop because it seems something fantastical, but it's really just him talking about pretty much basic real estate investment principles of here's your capital gains, here's this, right? It's not anything that you guys haven't thrown around in casual conversation, but he presents it in a way that makes people stop. So the first kind of takeaway I would say is when you think about your story, whatever you want to tell, say, how do I say this in a way that would be presented to me almost like uh, at the supermarket? You know those magazines at the supermarket? Oprah got married to Elvis's ghost in Mexico, crazy stuff like that, right? Whenever you're having a story, say, okay, how do I approach this from a cautionary tale that I am now here to help and educate people. So another good example you have on your page is, forget the hook, but it's uh, so, so regarding about high school, uh, college is a waste of time, right? That gets people to stop. It's a polarizing issue. So real quick, does anybody here have a story that they've told in the past? Anybody? Jess, Jess, what was the story of, of the clip that you did? The magnet one where I showed the house magnets? The The poop one. You had a poop one. Which one? Okay, <laughs> Ryan. Yeah. No, that was me. Uh the homeless person. Um uh, the what was the other one? Fire during the inspection? The homeless person is a great one. Fire, because Ryan's homeless person story is a longer story. And when he told it to me, he goes, Oh my God, you're never going to believe it. So my first deal, I got this guy. I was new as an agent. I was super excited. You know, we went through the process. I'm, I'm a new agent, so I go to Byron, and I, I'm telling him about it. And then, you know, we, we d- get all the stuff together, and I'm like, Byron, you got to meet this guy. you got to meet this guy. And then we get there, and the guy's homeless.
0: It was a listing appointment.
1: <laughs> right? That's the punchline, Right. And so that went on for about five to six minutes over the course of the story, little anecdotes thrown in there. But we got that down to a 30-second clip, and Ryan starting out the story of goes, So one time I tried to sell a house to a homeless person. What? Right? Like, that would get you to stop.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a confusing hook, or a, like Bobby used the word, polarizing. I mean, there's a, there's a way to do... I wouldn't necessarily call it polarizing, but make a hook that is a 50-50 sentence, meaning 50% of the people are going to be like, whoa, I resonate with that, I want to see what the rest of the story is, and 50% of the people are going to be like, what is this, I need to know the, the rest of the story. That actually creates more comments, which serves the video up to more people and it leaves people on your video longer, right? That's what you're looking for on short 30-, 45-second videos is to get somebody to watch through the entire video. It tells the algorithm, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, YouTube Shorts, or whatever, that this is actually good content and more people should see it. So there's TikToks and Instagram Reels that I've put up that have had over 10 million views because it was fantastic content, and then... It has nothing to do with the videoing or the editing. Nothing. And, um, and then there's videos I've put up that have 200 views because it wasn't a good hook and it wasn't great content. It's, it's just like real estate, right? It's like you, you either have good stuff, you either do the deal or you don't. You're either good or you're bad on each video. The beautiful thing about these algorithms is you're now judged, on each individual video, not the collective. That's the shift that's happened in 2022. TikTok changed the game. So each video is a new at bat, where before you had to have a huge following to get a video to go viral. Now, if it's a great video, and that first level of the algorithm watches it to the end, it's gonna get served to level two, to level three, to level four, and it will go viral. But, and it doesn't matter if it's local, It doesn't matter if it's a national topic. If it's a great topic, it will take off. But it's about trying it and doing it more. And it's about what Bobby was talking about, really focusing in on the first three seconds. Is this hook something that will get somebody to stop? You may want to, as you're recording, record two, three, or four hooks so that you can re-watch them and see which one you delivered the best, which one stopped you. After your first hook, as you're telling the story, you oftentimes want to do a second hook very quickly. Hook, then hook, and then think about the second paragraph of a three-paragraph essay. Maybe it's three bullet points, um, X, Y, Z, how to do it, the meat of the story, and then conclude in a way that will drive comments. Let me know what your thoughts are. Has Um, this ever happened
1: to you? Has this ever
0: happened to you? Just asking a generic question, not even pointing them towards the comments. Uh, You know, what would you do in this situation? These types of things that will get people to react. Abby. Abby. With which, with like funny yeah. So, my, I know we've done a whole bunch of funny content right now. Yeah. My advice to everybody for 2023 would be to stay as far away from some of that stuff as you can. Maybe mix it in one every 20 videos. Um, unless your goal is to try to be the next broke agent, then I might stay away from some of that. Because 2023 is serious times. We talk about it all the time. Majority of the industry is gonna retreat. Majority of the industry doesn't have the money to spend to actually be able to serve their clients at a ridiculously high level like what we're gonna do. But if we're not serious with the end user, If we're not understanding of what is happening in the economy and what's about to happen in January, February, when a whole bunch more people are about to get laid off, and we're not deliberate on what everybody's going through, it's going to really fall on deaf ears and people are gonna easily scroll past that stuff. So I would be generating the majority of my content for the local audience, who lives in these communities. That could be, I would suggest doing the green screen, like Mm Bobby said, so that your hook is already written for you. Whether, so a green screen would be a local article. So like, let's,
1: oh, so. Yeah, so when you go, so for everybody here, whenever you're creating a, t- uh, YouTube Shorts does not as of yet have a green screen. So we're just talking IG Reels and TikTok. If you're going to create, you've got that little circle next to the camera button where you have your effects the one that whatever, turns you into a cat and all that kind of stuff. There's one in there where it says green screen. Once you click green screen, it'll say, okay, what image or video do you want playing behind you? You can then resize yourself uh, to do that and you'll have it right behind you.
0: I just, I just went to Google, I just went Connecticut News. Uh, bear finds home in tree of Connecticut backyard, okay? So you could screenshot that, that becomes your green screen, right? So the image of this bear poking is, which is a pretty actually engaging image, this bear poking his head out of this tree, right? And your hook here could be, and Bobby might correct me, I'm just going to throw a couple things out, right? And this is how you do it. You're just going to brainstorm it, right? Uh, your your hook could be the state you never knew that have bears living in people's backyards, right? Yeah. Like it or no? I love it, actually. Bobby loves it. All right, I, I nailed it, right? So uh, the state you never knew that has bears living in backyards. You're not going to believe, now I'm going to deliver a second hook. You're not going to believe. It's like... It's almost like old school infomercials dressed up. But wait, there's more. You're not going to believe this story about this bear living, right? So boom, back-to-back hooks. It's like, okay, what, what, what state is it? What, what is the, right?
1: You're bought into it continuously throughout the video. The way So Byron spoke a little bit earlier about, okay, TikTok shows your video to 10 people, then 100 people. The way it, TikTok, IG Reels, YouTube Shorts, all these platforms determine how many more people see your videos is how many people got to the end of that video and watched the whole thing. Right. So when I say take that 10 minute story and get it to 30 seconds, is because that's the average watch time in and around there. So if you have one person watch a 30 second clip all the way through, that is much more meaningful to all these algorithms than somebody with a 10 minute video who only gets two minutes of watch time, even if that first two minutes is super valid. Doesn't matter because you've got eight minutes of the video that was never seen. That signals to the algorithm, nah, nobody really stayed to the end of this. It's not that valuable of a video in terms of the info it's providing.
0: Here's another green screen. Just got posted, 23 minutes ago. Hartford Current. Which are the best restaurants in Connecticut? Here are this year's Connecticut Restaurant Association winners. Hartford Current. They're paying people, you know, a salary to come up with hooks. So I'm just going to use that hook, which are the best restaurants in Connecticut, and I'm going to say, here are the best restaurants in Connecticut. Have you wondered which restaurants you should go to in your time visiting or living in Connecticut? Here they are, right? I did back-to-back hooks. You could
1: also add in, you will not believe number five made the list.
0: Yep, yep, so that they stayed till the end. (laughs) Absolutely. And then you just, now, Hartford Curran already gave you the content. You've got their list. And you could say at the end, you don't want to, like, put down a a specific restaurant. You could say, I've got my opinions on what the top five restaurants are. What are yours? And that could be your closing on that video so you get people engaging in the comments. I can't you know, let them say I can't believe, you know, number four is on the list. You know, I got food poisoning from them. Whatever. I don't care what the, you know, the commenters do. You're the one... Delivering the news. You're down the middle. You're the anchor. Candace. So do you think that delivering those type of videos for twenty twenty-three are going to be more effective instead
1: of doing the real like the realtor jargon like, let me
0: tell you what an inspection is, or this is what happened, to you. what, is, what is the data contingency so, is. So so my th- oh, I go gotta ahead. let me jump in, Bobby. Because Bobby doesn't even know what an inspection is. So well, no, that that's my point. That's my point. <laughs> um Here's what I think, the, the realtor jargon has gotta be simplified down to basic words that every human understands. When we say under contract, most people don't know what that means. So every time like on the radio I say under contract, when a buyer and a seller have agreed to sell the property from seller to buyer, they've agreed on a contract to transact on the home. I wanna say very basic terminology. There's absolutely a place for what you're talking about, this educational content. I would deliver it very professional. If you know somebody who's in their search process right now, I've got the number one thing that they need to know about a home inspection, right? Wait till the end. I'm gonna tell you something to avoid, right? So something like that, you still wanna have cliffhangers even in this educational content that is gonna get them to come back and watch the entire thing, or stay with you and watch the entire thing. I think educational content is good. Um, The stuff that we talked about, I would go 50, if I was going to go create a formula, 50% local content, maybe 20, 25% of this educational, and then the other bucket, 20, 25% is going to be a couple of fun stories that you just know are going to be so entertaining that people are going to relate to that. Your social proof, you're like, look at me. I did, I'm standing out in front of this house. I sold this two years ago. Yeah, the sellers just called me to like come right? Like your social proof stuff that shows I'm dominating, I'm doing it, you should be calling me the look at, the stuff that most agents only post, right? They post 100% of this crap and it just becomes boring and, and it's the same thing over and over again. I'd still have that in there, but when you have all this other good stuff that you're doing, you're just giving value to the community 80% of the time, 70% of the time, then the social stuff hits a lot harder because they want to root you on because you're giving them so much information. By the way, mo- most people have a paywall on Hartford Current. There is a link to get past the paywalls that- Yeah,
1: internet time machine. Pat Kenny gave way us. Wayback machine.
0: Wayback machine? Yeah. So you can take like a, a, a link from the Hartford Current if you're behind the paywall, put it through Internet An time internet time
1: machine, Wayback Machine, any of these—they like index. We'll have to get you the link,
0: Steph, and anybody that yeah. needs that link, or we'll put it on Slack or something. But, be go in the go in the room, go, in, or hang up the phone. Do something. Oh my god. Um, so that you can get behind the paywall, delivering the information that's on the Hartford Current, or any of the you know news publications that have a paywall. That have a, an article in relation to Connecticut. You're bringing extreme value because you're giving information to somebody that lives here that can't see it, anyways, right? So I, I would do as much of that as you possibly can. I said this one before. Nobody's doing this, and it blows my mind. And this could literally be a green screen video. You don't even have to go to the town hall meeting.
1: Oh, yeah. I've I've been waiting for someone to catch on to this one.
0: There are are town hall meetings happening in every single town, every single city, every single week, basically, every single month. And they have to release those minutes out to the community. Nobody's covering this. So you can get those minutes a lot of times online. So you could just take the town website and put it as your green screen, and you don't have to go to the, the meeting or you can, like, be the reporter and be outside of the meeting or in the hallway of the meeting and shoot the content and deliver that information to the average townspeople who don't know where the heck to find it, don't even know what's happening in their own town. You become the resource. I know Hey, for- if you
1: live at the corner or if you're thinking about living in the vicinity of Maine and whatever, they're putting up a stop sign or there's a new traffic anything. law. Anything. Anything like that, the, right?
0: The— The biggest pothole in town that needs to be fixed is right here, right? He's standing in the road. Um, There's such a, like, there's so many open spots that nobody's doing anything on. And I know, like, every time uh, we want to find out something about in Naples, in, in Florida, there's this Facebook guy, Tim Knows Naples, So every time there's a rumor of a new restaurant, this Facebook guy, Tim Knows Naples, he created this page, he's the one that's breaking the story. And my wife goes on there all the time, like she hears a rumor, boom, she goes on Tim Knows Naples, he's covering the story, he's delivering the information, everybody in the town is always going to Tim Knows Naples, right? That's actually a great name. It, It could be, you know, Abby Knows, whatever town, right? Pick a town and you're the one that's always breaking all of the information, delivering the information. Over time, you're going to get uh, you know, month over month, day over day, a significant following, because people are going to know where the news is uh, being delivered. You gotta be consistent. and it's, When you do this kind of stuff, the local stuff consistent in a specific area over and over and over again. If you jump around the map, people don't know what to expect from you, right? Anything else on that, Bobby?
1: Uh, Yeah, just to kind of piggyback off of how to bundle educational content in a way that makes sense, right? Like the theme of the whole day today, the meeting, is that the next 12 months are going to be incredibly scary, right? I'm fortunate... Not not, not for one team. Not for one team. You might have missed the message. In in general, right? On, On the general economy, right? So as somebody who's looking to buy a house in the next 12 months, it's incredibly valuable to present knowledge in to me in a way that gives me the ability to present it to my spouse, to my family, where if my wife comes up to me and goes, oh, I saw the news and mortgage rates or whatever, we're never gonna afford a house. Hey, I saw this Instagram clip from a local agent. Here's why I think we might actually be in better shape than we originally thought.
0: Or how about this? For those of us that are active agents right now, how about when you meet somebody and then you get ghosted you know, after the first showing, right? Candace, you said, should you be doing this educational content? You should be doing the educational content even if you're not getting that many views because it's very specific. If, am I searching for a home right now or not? If I'm not, I'm, I'm just not interested that much in, you know, learning about an inspection or, you know, a contingency or whatever. But now if I meet somebody for the first time who, by the way, probably... Has already met three or four other agents, and I send them that educational piece right after the meeting like and it, because I've done a library of educational content and something that they said during the showing is re- in relation to the piece of content now I'm just texting hey, I put out this video a few months ago it's relevant to where you are at your stage just wanted you to have that and typically right now we're just getting to like some sales stuff outside of the video but but this is how it works guys like the videos are serving a purpose for me to be able to sell, right? To me, for me, it'll we'll provide service to somebody. Typically, at this point, people with the question that you have, they'll come into the office and we'll actually go through my full buyer consult. Typically, at this point, because what am I saying? I do this all the time. This is a natural occurrence for me as a real estate professional. Typically, at this point... Clients like you who are really interested in X, Y, and Z, whatever they ask you about, whatever the piece of content you send over to them, come in and do the full buyer consult. It's going to take 20 minutes. I'll have the coffee set up. we got this great, amazing office, right? New Haven, here, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, does this time or this time work better for you, right? Because I know 100% of buyers that I get into the office as a buyer consult, 100% of the time work with me, and 100% of the time buy in 90 days. If I rely on just hoping after they drive away from the driveway that I hear from them again and I lack in follow-up, oh, those numbers aren't 100% for sure, right? Um, listen, we said it in the, in the meeting earlier today. I don't care, and this stuff is great, and, it's, and it is the cost of entry of actually building a big brand in real estate today, of being relevant on social media. It is the cost of entry, if you're not doing it Over the next five years, you will fade away into non existence. But when somebody is ready to transact, 75, 85, 95% of the time, they are going to jump on Zillow, Realtor.com, or a couple other places before they ever, ever, ever decide to look at your stuff. Once they get deeper into the process from there, which is why we want those leads, because we have lifetime value with those leads. We want them to be able to trust that we do do this all the time. So we need to have other offerings other than a profile picture on Zillow. That's not enough. The cost of entry is, yeah, I have this book of content. When you go to look me up or I friend you on Facebook, Or we get connected on Instagram in the DMs. Like, I want to DM somebody when I leave the house. And I want them to be seeing my stuff. To know I'm an expert in the space. I'm doing this over and over and over and over again. That's when conversion goes up. Right? That's when they stop ghosting you afterwards. If you're really conscious about being articulate, adding value. And in 2023, like I said before, being extremely Professional because the people making decisions in 2023 the five D's diamonds, divorce, diplomas, diapers. uh, Right? They're making, there's another one diamonds, divorce, diplomas, diapers, death, death. 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 (laughs) I said diplomas. Um, They're making decisions based off of a reason why to move, buy, sell, invest. They've got strong motivation. And so they're looking for a really knowledgeable, strong agent on the other side to be able to help them get that deal.
1: Abby, you had a question? Yeah, what is the best platform to catalog all of your videos so that you can easily share them when situations arise? YouTube. YouTube. Right? Yeah, definitely. YouTube is number one. Is owned by the number one search engine in the world, playlists, Google. So, playlists, uh, first time homebuyer playlist, second homebuyer playlist, empty nester playlist, investor playlist, all yeah. these different kind of things. Then you, you could
0: it. you could send yep. the link just to the playlist. Yeah. Hey, this is your situation. These are quick thirty second videos. I've got like fifteen of them on here in your situation. And by the way, YouTube, obviously we all know, owned by Google, right? So Google's the number one search engine. YouTube's the number two search engine. If somebody, the reason why so many people are on Zillow and realtor.com and nowhere else to begin with is because of Google. Because the majority of homeowners, when they're interested in buying a house in a specific location, they actually go to Google first, right? It's why we're running PPC. It's why we're doing Bing. It's why we're doing all these things. And they go into the search bar And they type in whatever street, neighborhood, whatever came and was curious to them in their search. And then what happens is, and this is why you'll never, ever, ever, ever in your life be able to compete with Zillow or Realtor.com. They will outpay us every single time and leech on to that consumer on Google. And they will click the first thing they see oftentimes. And so then they'll be in that world, Right. But if you put out more content on Google, when the first videos pop up, which is below the three ads and then it's the video section, and your subject line is really tight and relevant to local SEO, you can be the first video that pops up on page one of Google yep. by just doing YouTube Shorts and by just putting in top five restaurants in Connecticut, Hartford Current. You could actually beat Hartford Current to the top because Hartford Current doesn't have a lot of fucking money anymore because they're going down. And they're not, gonna be, they're not going to be running ads on their content because they're trying to get people to pay a dollar a freaking month to survive. So you paying no ads using the headline in their name, Hartford Current, in your title on YouTube Shorts actually will get you ranking higher on Google than the Hartford Current themselves. And people would rather hear from, from somebody who yeah. lives in the community, who lives and breathes it, and your POV... On their article, than anybody employed at Hartford Current, anyways. And Hartford Current's just not doing it because they don't have the bandwidth to do it, right? They're playing an, a very old game that is being put out of business as we speak. So, YouTube Shorts, Bobby, is absolutely correct. And you will find that if you post, if you're posting once a day on uh, Instagram Reels and TikTok, and you're taking that same video and putting it up to your personal. Uh, YouTube page, you will find that your subscribers will grow very quickly by posting a YouTube short every single day. It is the fastest organic reach of all the platforms right now. See. So, on YouTube specifically, because of the SEO and the, the best YouTube channels, um, you know, I'm thinking Jeremy Knight in Austin.
1: Yes, if you have I'm a thinking, cool brand like
0: that. I'm thinking of uh, Katie day. you know Katie Day or whatever. They do name and then Austin, Texas, Realtor, right? So um, Meredith Zipper, Connecticut Realtor, right? You want that in the title of the of your YouTube title because, again, it's the Google SEO, okay? So even... Um, even if even, someone's
1: not searching for Meredith, if they search Connecticut Realtor and your video has a lot of views right. pertaining to that subject, you'll get pushed to the top, You're
0: right? I mean, even a more... It depends on how narrow you wanna go. Uh, a more narrow title. Um, New Haven, Connecticut real estate news, right? Like that, these kind of things are super narrow and SEO driven more so than even, even your name. So when specifically on YouTube, more so than Instagram or TikTok, I would be thinking about that so that when people are seeing your content, it's very apparent you are and it and it's got a better chance of getting searched on the platforms. Alright, let's kick we've kind of gone all over the place a little bit, which is good. It's my style anyways. Um let's kick it around for any questions that people have. I was
1: wondering like after you make the video and you're writing like the content underneath, how important is that? How long should it be? Should you use emojis? Should you not? How many hashtags? So uh, on on which platform? The, long, the longer the better, the more, because Instagram indexes posts based on what is written, right? The SEO on underneath the post rather. So you'll see people go on and do sort of one of two things. It will be a very short, concise caption that promotes people to comment. And that's the way the video gets sort of fed to other people, or it'll be a very long caption that gets people to spend a lot of time on the page and a lot of time with the video. In that caption, you can include keywords, So, like Byron was saying, uh, New Haven homes near me, real estate, real estate agent, news in New Haven, things like that. But be authentic, right? Like, make sure whatever you're writing, there's a purpose to it. Don't add fluff for fluff's sake, and don't half-ass it, right? An emoji's fine, but nobody's really searching for the emojis, they're searching for the phrases, and they're searching for the words,
0: so. Yeah, so the middle, in everything is dead, right? So you, the middle in everything in life is dead. The middle is a terrible place to be. Mid, you know, uh, middle class, middle whatever. The middle is always dead, okay? It's the worst place to be. So what Bobby's talking about on length, like if you just write one paragraph or something, that's the middle. If you're going to write a paragraph, write an essay, write a blog, because they're looking for... Instagram, TikTok, now that they, they uh, extended the characters, they're looking for blogs to be posted in the description. So if you're gonna go long, go long. If you're gonna go short, go short. Just ask a question, which is, so it's like, man, I don't really have you know, a blog to write on this post, but this is a good, engaging post. I wanna drive comments. Just ask a question so that people will start to engage in the comments. Just, just like one clean question. You don't even have to worry about hashtags anymore. I haven't been posting hashtags in a For, long, in a long year, time, and all my views have, have gone way up. So question or long form? Forget about the middle.
1: And the question, if you're going to do it, should always support your content, right? So you talked about, like, five best restaurants in Connecticut. Give something that will push people to engage. Which restaurant's your favorite, right? Boom. Boom. Yeah, number four, number five, number three, like that kind of stuff. It'll get people to spend time on the post.
0: Yeah, and if you make it easy, like Nicole White's been a pro at this for years. If you make it easy on them to decide what their comment's going to be, what restaurant is your favorite? One, two, three, four, five. Putting the number and the commas, question mark. Like Nicole's done for years with, here's three options. What do you like better, one, two, or three, or ABC or whatever? Yeah, ABC on the, like... You know, uh, on renovations, you like these three tiles, and then now it's just easy for people to know what to comment. A A A B B B, right? Like people want to be guided into what to do next. So help them make it easy on them to to put a, put that comment. True or false? Yes or no? If you know you've got something that is really special and unique, here's um, a handle. Just. This isn't an old guy, but this is a guy crushing it in our state. We should all be doing this. This guy is uh, beating us to the punch. Don't allow TikTok to do anything. Um, let me find him. All right, the, the Dame Talk, the D A M Talk. He's got uh, 39,000 followers, so he's, respectable. Not, he's not doing too bad. Um, He's got almost half a million likes, and you can see in his caption, he's not even an agent. It says, Connecticut location, food and fun throughout New England. His, his hooks and the way he's doing these videos are fantastic. See how he did two hooks there? Ox Sushi Tail? Is this the best? Whatever he said sushi roll sushi in roll Connecticut? Connecticut, right Let, let's do another one because this guy, this, everybody should be following this guy best in the state of Connecticut to pay them a visit I mean double hook and I'm staying for it it's like what is he talking about? Who's got the best you know vibes for Connecticut or you know best nightlife for Connecticut? This is So if you're on TikTok, the DM, I mean the DAM talk, the Dame talk. Um I mean I listen Steph, reach out to this guy, see if he wants to get into real estate. Uh <laughs> I'll, in, I'll invest in him, right? Like it blow There's so many people. Cassie, I I sent Cassie one um of and we started doing it, you know, some of the voiceovers on the live uh Love Your Local the there's this there's this little like blogger girl also not she's like 22 doing the same thing these like voiceovers of Connecticut just places she's like eating at and she's kicking the ass of 99.9% of agents it's rather pathetic I'm like what the frick are agents doing right it's like um, but follow what's working look at that stuff and I if I listen I would be reaching out to this dude and seeing if you can do a collab with him Right? You know, seeing if you can, hey, I know you love restaurants. I'll take you out to eat to a five star restaurant. I wanna know you. I'm a Connecticut uh, real estate agent and I wanna know the people that are best serving Connecticut. I'd reach out to this dude. Like, you're doing something so special. I wanna treat you to a five star restaurant. And maybe you get to watch, if he's at a five star restaurant on your dime, I would imagine he's gonna go and shoot another video, right? And so maybe you get some tips. From a, from a guy like that and then maybe he drops you know so and so took me out drops your handle in the video right so in the caption maybe he drops your handle so other, you should follow Bobby because he took me out here this place is fantastic so, so doing some of that influencer um uh stuff any what other are, what are questions we got and then we're going to wrap up go ahead No, I think they're crushing. Like, so,
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny. We were talking about this morning, uh, Gary Vee, who's kind of like the cool. north... St- that on, was obviously. Byron, everyone. Go Thank ahead. you. Uh, <laughs> who's like the kind of north star of content. A lot of people will look to him on what's trending and, and kind of taste-making in the world of content creation. Did something simplistically genius that I saw and was like kicking myself when it comes to work at BAM. You've all seen our captions. The word lights up. A different thing comes up and so forth he had a voiceover over a just stock video of like New York City of him giving like an inspirational quote. So there's, and I've never seen that, and I was like, that is fucking brilliant because somebody's going to stay and watch that video to listen to what he's saying, to watch, you know, the karaoke words light up across the screen, and that video's going to keep getting served, getting served. what was coming up on the video was what the was saying? Yeah, yeah, so it was basically karaoke, right? So he wasn't in the video at all. It was just static shot, nice flyover of New York City, which we've all used Canva. There's plenty of preloaded templates in there. He didn't go and shoot that himself. Inspirational quote that he was saying, the words were popping up on the screen, right? So you're asking, is video phasing out, Uh, voiceover rather? No, people are just constantly finding the edge to do it, right, like there's always a new way to make your thing different. Who's next?
0: That's me. So, if, but if I'm supposed to be putting out that content, I want to know, like, as it's changing. So, is it just what I'm being served? I should just be mimicking? Like, oh, I see a lot of voiceovers. I should be doing that, too?
1: So, sure. gr- oh. <laughs> <laughs> great, great question, right? Obviously, the time in everybody's day is busy, but. What Byron was alluding to before is being educated on your market, being educated on how to convey different things to different clients. It's important to also be educated on what the current trend is and finding how to spin it to your thing. So there's plenty of time in everybody's day that they can take you know, two or three 10-minute blocks. You know, They're waiting for their co- uh, coffee at Starbucks. They're you know, waiting for their kid at the pickup line, that kind of thing, where you're just scrolling and naturally, as you saw, man, voiceovers are overplayed. That's because you've seen a lot of those in your content consumption habits. So being an educated consumer as much as you're an educated creator is important, right? So spend the time, flip through the apps, and just kind of get a general gist and feel for what's going on so you're not too far behind the ball. Now, that's not to say, like Byron was talking earlier, like the percentage breakdown of what your content should be you should have some trending stuff, but you should also mix that in with your evergreen stuff, right? So there's plenty of ever topics when it comes to real estate that have nothing to do with mo- where mortgage rates are at currently, but that a lot of people who are first-time buyers, investors, will search for off the bat, and that'll help you get recognized as well.
0: Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Tom. Yeah. yeah. And they fix it. <laughs> the great thing about a sixteen-year-old is they're going to tell you when it sucks immediately. So. Yeah. Yeah. But and uh, they, they fix it, so don't rely on ourselves. Get that sixteen or fifteen. Well, yeah. If you've got somebody that is using the app all the time around you, you know, I would I would definitely talk to them because they, if they're consuming for two, three, four hours on these apps, they're going to have insights on exactly we're talking about what's what's going to hit and what's going to knock. because they know what they're scrolling past each and every single day big thing for everybody here is and you know like in the meeting earlier we talked a lot about where you want to spend the majority of your time in 2023 uh, but I would absolutely encourage you to carve out time for this if I've got the time definitely everybody has got the time type of thing like Everybody's super busy with all their own shit. When you actually stop caring about what other people are going to think, then you're going to get the muscle built up of posting a lot more, and you're going to find the time comes really easy because there's all these situations that you're in currently where you can just whip out your phone and do it.
1: You know, what I was going to say is a lot of times people will come in during the viral agent clips, those slots are 20 minutes last time we did this, Greg did seven videos in 20 minutes because he, Greg says eight, three is fine. Three is pretty much the average, but in terms of being confident in what you want to say, knowing what you want to say ahead of time, don't just kind of willy nitty. Yeah, I guess I'll record a video today. Like if you treat the sort of act of creating it with the respect that it's going to bring yourself, your business, your brand, you'll eventually get a lot better at it.
0: Yeah. Uh, my prep time on videos always equals the amount of time I'm actually on the video, right? So, whether it's a podcast or a short form video, the, mm-hmm. the, if I'm recording four hours a week, I'm probably prepping four hours a week. That's why I get up so early, so I can listen to what I need to listen to, take notes in my note app, and kind of know what hooks I'm going to be testing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Anybody else? Last question? One last question. Go ahead. Alan. You said don't Well I mean you, you don't like your family anyways, Alan. So this should be <laughs> that's an inside joke. That's not true. Um and, and so, so
1: like your words are gonna judge you for making content.
0: Hey, no, actually, you know what? This is no no This is this is a gr- Alan, thank you actually for saying this. I think this is a great this is a great way to wrap up. And I do believe that this is what's stopping most people from posting is there are friends and friend group and cousin and family in that group. So I appreciate you actually saying this. When you, I shared a video with um, the with onboarding group recently. It was an a Eric Thomas video that you need to want it as bad as you wanna breathe. I've probably shared it with all of you guys. He's talking to that Michigan State University um, classroom. And that hits home for me so much because when I started real estate 2012, my back was completely to the wall. So I had gone through bankruptcy. So everybody thought what they thought of me anyway. So it was easier for me being back to the wall and I'll circle back all the way around here, but it was easier for me to not care what people thought because I had no freaking choice. The, the best answer for this question is you have got to really internalize where you're going to be in 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, where you want to be over the next five years, where you want to be over the next 10 years. And does that person, does that person that I'm going to become, the money I'm going to have in my bank, the homes that I'm going to own with no debt, the investments that I'm going to have, the people that I'm going to help, the things I'm going to do for my family, Does that person give a flying fuck what the kid I grew up with thinks about? Because I guarantee you this person, if I'm going to get there, doesn't have the time to hang out with my boys who are still to this day, and I love them all, smoking weed and drinking Bud Lights in their basements. This person here can't hang out with them anyways, so why do I care what they think what I'm posting today? Because the people that I'm going to be surrounding myself with in 2023, in 2033, when they see this content, it's going to connect and I'm actually going to get introduced to them because of the fact that I'm posting today. But if I decide not to post, I don't get the meeting, I don't get the introduction, I don't get the relationship, I don't even get the time of day to be in this position if I don't post today. The best relationships I've built over the last 10 years have come because I went out on the limb and just said, fuck it, I'm jumping because this is so much more important to me than any one of my cousins who have never done anything for me, than any single person who I grew up with who's not supporting my family, who's not paying my bills, who's not doing shit for me. The people that I'm meeting now, the people that I'm surrounding myself with now that are elevating me to be be the person I can be tomorrow, to continue to push me to get better every single day, they're the ones I met because I took the opportunity to put myself out there. There's so many, I mean, I can go on and on with the different relationships I've had over the last 10 years, that my first new development in business up in uh, Mystic, Mystic Way, I don't know if Lucy's still here, um, was because the sister of that builder saw a video that only had eight views and they called me in to have a conversation and they fired their agent of 25 years that their father had hired. Because they decided to watch a video that had eight views and I didn't care how I sounded in the video, I didn't care how many views, I just kept posting and posting and posting because I knew I wanted to become so dominant that I wanted to get these types of listings that it was my duty and obligation to get this content out. And I I can tell you with all honesty When I was posting in 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, my boys were like, oh, gee, you know, making fun of me, saying all whatever they want to say, right? And a whole bunch of them are still living in mommy's basement. So fuck them. That's the best answer for that, all right? Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you, you, Bobby. There we go.